We are in Simin Reishn and Gimel. We're still in Sif Aleph. Um, we are. Uh, we have learned so far the first Shita in the Halachas of Shehia. Let's review that um, before we get into the second Shita. Uh, the first Shita is that of the Rif of the Rambam. And that is that Chazal were afraid that if you leave your food on the fire over Shabbos, and with time your food gets better, it's been stomach v'yofalo, we're afraid that if you find the fire, the, the intensity of the fire in, insufficient, you may go and stoke the coals on Shabbos, and you're going to find yourself being over chas v'shalom on the Yisra of Havara. Therefore they said that you must remove the coals or cover them. So that... If anything that is mitzamik v'yafolo, you have to. If you want to leave it on the fire over Shabbos, it must be a covered fire, or you remove the, the or, or you remove the coals, so what's left is minimal. Um, unless you put raw meat in there just before Shabbos, in which case uh, we say that you give up on it really being cooked for a very long time, and you're not even going to check up on the flame, and you're not going to stoke the coals. Not only that, but b'diyeved, in a case where someone was supposed to cover the fire and he didn't. Um, there Chazal said that if he did it b'shogeg, he, did, he didn't know the halacha, he didn't realize what he was doing, he forgot himself. There the halacha, so long as the food was fully cooked, it'll be mutter b'diyeved. Uh, if it was not fully cooked, then he could not eat it on Shabbos. If he did it b'mezid, there even if the food was fully cooked, the fact that the flavor was enhanced will make it also till after Shabbos, ad b'chdei That is the shita of the machaber. Now he brings a second shita. V'yesh omer, shekol shenizbashol kamachol bendrosoi. So long as the food was cooked up to the point that bendrosoi would have eaten it. Pirish shem adam sheyochol macholo shelonizbashol kol tzarko. So it's explained that bendrosoi was a bandit. He was always on the run. They were always after him. He never really ate his food fully cooked. He would have to um, just get it barely edible, and then he would eat it. So if your food is already cooked, kamachol bendrosoi, oh, shenizbashel called tzarko mitztamik v'yafalo, or it was fully cooked, and it uh, it gets better with time. Muter lahasholso al gabe kira. You are allowed to leave it on a kira, Says the Ramah, Hago Afilo Agabi Tanner, even on a Tanner, we saw a Tanner's heat was more intense. Afilo Husak Begefes Veetsin, even though you're using a fuel that leaves behind charcoal. Afilo Eina Grufuk Tuma, even though the, the uh, coals are neither removed nor covered. Velo Huskara Grufuk Tuma Vahusak Bekashuk Vava, when is it that you do have to cover the coals or remove them? That's only if it started cooking and did not yet reach the level of machol bendrosoi. So what is this? This is the sheet of Hananya in the Gemara. Hananya holds that, remember, what we're dealing with is a chashash that you're going to stoke the coals, that a person is going to go break the iser of Havora on Shabbos. In order to do that, it means he's really going to lose his mind. It means that he is so upset about the state of his Shabbos food that he's going to forget himself and he's going to go and stoke the coals on Shabbos. Says Hananya, no one is going to do that to enhance the flavor of food. Even though it's Shabbos and you want your food to taste as good as it can, nevertheless, if your food is going to be all right but 
not quite as good as you would have liked it. You're not going to lose your mind to the extent of, of stoking the coals on Shabbos. Therefore, so long as the food is edible, even al yedei hadachak, so long as you're going to have what to eat because this food is edible, we are not choshish that a yid is going to go and stoke the coals on Shabbos. The shear they gave is machol ben drosoy, what is called mechol al yedei hadachak, that Ben Drosoy, who was always on the run, would eat his food at that level. Now, exactly um, how much is this? What is the shear of Macho Ben Drosoy? There's a machlokus we've shown him if this is chatsi bishel or shlish bishel, a third of the way cooked or halfway cooked. Um, the, uh, the Chazonish points out that the shear of time of half or a third um, really begins when it started to boil. You don't go by how long, it, how long it is since you put it on the fire. And that's the first part. Till you get everything boiling, that doesn't count. It's after that point where there'll be chatsi bishel or shlish bishel measured in time. Now, with regard to chatsi and shlish, how do we paskin? Lechatchila, the Mishtabura says to be machmir, that it should be halfway done. And bidyeved, where we'll see the halachi is that it could become nesar, we will not aser unless... Uh, it was not even cooked one-third. So, according to the, this Yesh Omrim, the Gzeira of Shehiyah was only said when the food is not edible, totally inedible. If I place food on the fire before Shabbos, and when I, when I put it there, just before Shabbos, the food is totally inedible, there Chazal said, it's not raw, it's not chai. Chai means it didn't begin cooking at all. It began cooking. But it's not yet edible, even al chak. Only there did Chazal say that you've got to remove or cover the coals. Otherwise, there would be no problem. Another case where it would be a problem. The other case where you would have to cover or remove the coals is if you want to do chazora, if you want to go and actually return the pot on Shabbos to the fire, there you could not do that unless the fire is covered or the, the coals removed. The reason because it resembles cooking, it is merci kamavashel. We'll discuss that at length later. Now what is the halacha according to this shita? If someone forgot and left over something less than the halach is that it is also. Meaning, remember in the Machaber Shita, where so long as it was Mitzdamik Vyafalo there was still an Isser, we differentiated with regard to the Yisr B'di with whether it was fully cooked or not. In this shita, once it's edible, once it's Yigiyah L'machol Ben Drosoy, there's no chiv in the first place of having Gar V'kater. So the only time that you could have been over, that you could have done something wrong, be it Shogig or Mezid, is if it was not cooked K'machol Ben Drosoy. So if that's the case, the halach is B'di it's Aser. Because there is no situation where you were over an Yisr and yet it's fully cooked. If it's already edible, there is no isser according to this shita. That's if you did it b'shogeg, certainly if you did it b'mezit. Says the Ramah, 
The minog is to be mekel like this shita, which means we are left with a machaber and a ramah. The machaber brings the das harifa harambam as the iker hadin, and the shita of Rashi and the Rosh as yesh omrim. The ramah says that our minog is like the yesh omrim. Consequently, the halachi is that for an Ashkenazi, so long as the food that he's placing on the fire before Shabbos is edible ayideyat chak, it's something that you could eat b'shazat chak, even halfway cooked. The halachi is that there's really no need for a blech unless you plan on removing the food on Shabbos and returning it again. But if you plan on keeping it there the entire time, there will be no need to cover the fire or to remove the coals. In our stoves, therefore, on our, our, on our stoves, the halacha would be that we use a blech, we use something to cover the fire, that is the equivalent of kotum, of putting ash over it. There would be no need for it if your food is already edible before Shabbos, which is almost always the case. Now remember, if it's totally raw, there's no iser, you don't need the fire covered. If it's edible ayadeyat chak, if it's kemachal bendrosoi, then the halacha is you don't need to cover it. The only case where you would need a blech then for leaving something on the fire where you don't plan on doing chazara, where you just want to leave it on the fire and then you'll take it off and serve it, the only case would be it started cooking before Shabbos, but it is still not edible even at the beginning of Shabbos. Now, in the, uh, in the Bir Alocha, the Mishnabur brings that the Rosh himself brings the Dasa Rifa Rambam, and then he brings Rashi and Tosis, who are Mekel. Says the Rosh, the Minag is Lohokel, because Yisrael Adukim B'mitzvah's Onik Shabbos. It seems that it's a Minhag, that Klal Yisrael takes the mitzvah of Onik Shabbos very seriously. Therefore, they did not want to be Machber for the Rif and the Rambam. The Bir HaLacha says that it is definitely better not to rely on this Minhag, and really be choshish for the Rif and the Ramba. Meaning that you should use a blech even though uh, your food is, more, is, 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 uh, is uh, fully cooked, so long as with time it gets better. So your average cholent on a Friday afternoon was already cooked. You're leaving it on the fire over Shabbos in order for it to get a cholent flavor, in order for it to taste better. The halacha there is even though the Iker Adin for an Ashkenazi is you don't need a blech, because it's already edible Ayadeh Adchak, nevertheless, the Bir Alacha tells us to be Machmir. Now the exact Lushan of the Bir Alacha is that it should be fully cooked before Shabbos, and then remove it from the fire, then be Mesalakit Min Ha'esh. The question is, why does he tell you that it should be fully cooked? The, uh, the answer would seem to be that if it's not fully cooked, we're afraid that it will not cook well. They didn't have blechs. They did some form of hatmana. They just insulated it. And if it didn't cook fully before Shabbos, who knows what it would taste like on Shabbos. Another explanation, and this is a practical issue. If you're going to leave something on your blech that is not yet fully cooked, anything you're going to do to speed up its cooking will be a problem of bishol da'araisa. For example, say you have your cholent on a blech, it's not yet fully cooked. It's totally edible, and it's on a blech. Can't go wrong. But it's not yet fully cooked. It's something that you would not really want to serve yet. It's not fully cooked. It's edible, but not fully cooked. If you go and move it on the blech closer to the fire 
you are speeding up its cooking. Which means that it is not a good thing to do to have food that is not fully cooked sitting on the blech in a way that you may end up one way or another speeding up its cooking and being over possibly on an Isr Daraisa. So it may very well be that that's why the Mishnah Brura is suggesting that it be fully cooked before Shabbos and have a blech. Why do you need a blech? Since according to the Shulchan Aruch, with time it's getting better. Mitztamek v'yafolo, there's still a shash of chitu v'gachalim. So that's why it has to be garif v'katum. It has to be covered. Um, this is, this is the, the maskana of the Mishnah Brura. So halacha lamaisa. If it's late on Friday afternoon and you just weren't able to cook up the food before Shabbos, so the halacha is yes, you can certainly put it on the blech. Not only that, but you're in a situation where you have no blech. You've got an open fire and no blech. So long as the food before Shabbos got to the level of machol ben drasoy, so long as the food is edible ayideyat chak, you can leave it on an open flame without covering it because that's what the Ramah holds me, yikaradin. Whereas, um, ideally, you should have a blech there, and even better than that, you should make sure that it's fully cooked before Shabbos. Incidentally, the Bir Alacha brings Rabbi Kiveger Shita, that in a case where it's bushel v'lo bushel, in a case where it started to cook before Shabbos, but it, but it is not yet edible, even ayadayat chak, that gorafakotum isn't going to help you, a blech isn't going to help you there. Okay. Now we go further. The Mechaber is now going to, uh, going to tell us that there's something we have to avoid. This is only referring to the issue of Shehiya, which means allowing something to remain on the stove. We're talking about a pot that is not touching the coals. Aval hatmona al gabe gecholim, but hatmona where it's sitting in the coals, ledivre akol oser, that's called hatmona. That's called insulating, which we're going to learn about later. There's an iser of hatmona, of keeping something covered in a dover hamosef hevel over Shabbos. The, the mechaber says that if it's touching the coals, that is already called hatmona. The Ramah argues with that. Hagavi even if it's sitting on the fire, if it does not have coals all the way up, it's uncovered on top, meaning all you have is the pot lid, that's not called atmana, v'shori, v'chein ha-minag, that is the minhag. Which means, this is a side issue altogether. Later we're going to learn that there's an iser of atmana. You cannot have something that is that is being insulated on Shabbos by a material that generates heat. In the case of coals, they generate heat. You cannot have your pot sitting, meaning insulated by coals. There's a machlokis rishonim here. The machaber holds that if it's just sitting in the coals, even though the pot is uninsulated on top, it is not. It is considered hatmana and not shi, and it is aser. The Ramah holds that so long as it is open on top, it is not considered Hatmana. This is going to be very important. We'll discuss the halachas of Hatmana later, but this will be very important, um, where according to the Mechaber, um, placing something in an apparatus that has a heating element and the, the, uh, the pot is actually touching the heat source, 
would be usur even though it is not surrounded by it, even though it's open on top, and the Ramah would hold that if it's open on top, it is mutter. Now, one such apparatus is a crockpot. A crockpot um, has a heating element on the bottom and possibly even on part of the sides. The top is totally uninsulated. All you have is a pot lid. The question is, is there any isser of leaving your food in a crockpot on Shabbos or do we call that hatmana? Is that called insulating it in, in a situation where it is most of heaven, it is constantly generating its own heat? According to the Machaber, this would really be problematic because the fact that it's uncovered on top does not take away from the shame of Hatmana. According to the Ramah, since it's open on top, it's going to be Mutter. Um, there's a famous psak of Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach where his claim was that what was meant by the top being uncovered was that not only the very top, but also the sides were uncovered. It's got to be mostly uninsulated. According to him, a crockpot where the sides are insulated would be usser, unless, and we'll see later, you do it in a way that it's not derechat by actually raising the pot so that there's airspace between the pot your food sits in and the, the frame of the crockpot. Um, however, if one does not follow that psak, and it's not clear that he even meant it be the Eved, and there are those who argue with him, they hold that a crockpot for an Ashkenazi would not constitute hatmana, and it can just be used the way it is. Now we go further in the Ramah. Rock. According to the Ramah, you are allowed to leave the pot sitting on the coals, and even submerged a little bit, as long as it's open on top. You have to make sure that the pot is not really sitting in the coals. So a Jew will be able to remove it from there, and you're not going to have the coals falling down into where the pot used to be and getting all red again. What happens if the pot is sitting on Shabbos in the coals? You'll have to remove it by way of a non-Jew. If there's no non-Jew, a Jew can remove it. You have to take it slowly so you're not going to shake the coals. If it's a psik reisha, if there's no way of removing the pot without the coals falling in and getting red hot again, then that's going to be us. But if it's not a psik reisha, then although it's pretty close to a psik reisha, and therefore it should be done by a non-Jew, if there's no non-Jew around, you can do it yourself. If you do it slowly, even though you didn't remove it from the, from the coals before Shabbos, it's going to be mutter. So long as it's not a psik reisha, it's a dover of she'ena and the halach is that it is mutter.